intercom track. <laughs> it is spooky September. Look, we know it's still September, but y'all are already uh, celebrating Halloween at this point. So, I'm Tim. I'm Hannah Sipniewski. And this is Comtrack, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. <laughs> I am really going crazy with this. Oh, already. I love it. I'm so excited for Spooktober. Yes, It's dude. where I can do my entire home decorating in the center aisle of Kroger. <laughs> They've got these little ghosts with glasses. They're super cute. Hell yes. I'm, I bought a mug. I have 17 mugs. I don't need it. <laughs> See, yeah, dude, like, I'm sad that I'm, like, super broke at the moment because I actually went uh, to a Spirit of Halloween oh. uh, with a friend of mine, and I'm just like... I will buy you body parts. <laughs> well, what I really want is like a fog machine. That'd be really cool for my photography, to be honest. Oh, you know what they've got in... Not this year. Last year, Joanne's Fabrics had this doorbell that you rang it, and an eyeball opened and looked around. I just, I, that was the coolest thing. Sweet. It was $50, and I was trying to get my mom to buy it. Not sweet. <laughs> Oh shit, we're on a we're on the air, aren't oh, we? Oh, we are on the air. Um, so if you want to skip past us talking about Halloween and uh, the season, uh, what are you doing here? Go away. Uh, but there's a link in the bottom if you've only got 90 minutes to spare. Yeah, so just uh, press the button and you can get started with the movie right we there. We have then. lined up oh. a setup of great Halloween classics. N- um, not, well, just like Most Halloween. Most people go for the slashers, but. Yeah, we're going with horror comedy, which is probably like one of the hardest and underrated subgenre of horror, really. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, and we're starting out strong with Mel Brooks. Ah. Uh, Classic. Yes. Young Frankenstein. Okay. Frankenstein. 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 It's pronounced yes. Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, so this is literally, I mean, like. Not even, like, Halloween stuff or anything. Literally, this is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Like, it's way up there. Oh, yeah. Um, like, because uh, I, I, I honestly forget when I was exposed to it. I think it was uh, when my mother had the entire Mel Brooks set lent Ooh. on loan to her from a friend. Like, it was all 12 of his movies. So, like, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, Silent Movie. 12 chairs like all the weird ones you've never heard of oh, yeah. high anxiety uh all the ones i haven't watched are in there yeah so you gotta dude. bring that to me the producers mm-hmm. like uh and yeah so i popped in this one because you know i watched frankenstein when i was a kid for halloween and yeah it was fun and whatnot and this but this one the like holy crap like i was just howling in laughter the performances is even if you're a kid yeah and you don't get the jokes the way the actors say them, like the lines are still quotable yeah i remember being about seven years old and my mom had to like explain why i couldn't sing the role in the hay song <laughs> like i thought that was so catchy when she does it rolly, 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 in the hay. i was like that's my song that's my jam now i'm gonna go sing that in the grocery store I'm and you're people german judge too. my mother oh yeah like that's so that's gonna be a real thing dude. that is that is not the most embarrassing story about me being german <laughs> and saying things about movies in supermarkets the most you know embarrassing one i was about four years old and i had first watched the sound of music oh and we actually live in like a very kind of like jewish community right um, so i'm behind my mother and i'm i'm at the, the checkout line and she's minding her own business thinking she's gonna have a normal day 
and I I had just figured out the sound of music was based off of a real story she explained it so I'm just like mommy can you tell me more about the Nazis (laughs) (laughs) and these two Jewish women behind us were like glaring at my German mom (laughs) she was like please excuse her she's just learned her first history she's gonna be in this cringy ass phase for a while Oh my god, I'm just picturing how your mom's face turning total tomato face. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, okay, that's a great story. Okay. Dude. Uh, holy shit, that's way better than my first exposure <laughs> to The Sound of Music. That, although, Matt, that might have to be another contract oh, episode yeah. down the line. But yeah, dude, like Young Frankenstein still like is going to be like one of my favorites. No, oh, yeah. Even out of all the Mel Brooks movies, have you seen? How, how many have you seen? Okay, I have seen Blazing Saddles. Yes. Spaceballs. Yes. Producers. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, and then like bits of History of the World, oh. like just people would send me Hitler on Ice and stuff, like out of context. <laughs> you very attracted to the Nazis, aren't you? Nazi jokes are funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I've seen uh, all of History of the World Part 1. It's oh, yeah. friggin' amazing. Um, my favorite bit is the Moses bit where uh, he has 15 commandments, drops one, and he just says, Ten! Ten, Ten commandments! commandments. <laughs> yes. Because Mel, okay, like Mel Brooks is just i'm just really shocked that he's still around oh yeah you know and i've and i've also been exposed to uh the two broadway adaptations yes of young frankenstein yes. and of the producers oh dude you know i still haven't actually sat down and watched uh the producers like all the way through I've oh really se- yeah i've only seen bits and pieces i really need to like i'm a little behind on that i should i also uh shockingly didn't watch a- high anxiety oh yeah. uh, i guess it's just because like i was I was still getting my Hitchcock education. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was, like, pr- like right before I got into high school. Okay. So, my high school, my uh, my Hitchcock education was still to come. It really didn't reach uh, full flair till um, till college. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway, I think we should start the movie. Okay, we should this start is, the movie. This I'm is excited. One of, yeah, I am, dude, I can't tell you how excited I am about this one. This is one of my all-time favorites, so... <gasps> Here we, oh, here we go. Wow, those did are some. You, did your sound equipment? Take not so. Uh, wow, those, that's actually not some bad vocals there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so like folks back home, you got your years. young copy of Young Frankenstein. You better pop it in because we are rolling now. And here comes the. Uh, the 20th Century Fox logo, um, in black and white. This is that's another thing that really just blows me away about this movie. Is that he did black and white in the 70s? Yeah, dude. Not the status quo. I actually remember like uh, he was. They said, "Look, you can do black and white, but you have to shoot it on a color film stock." And Mel Brooks is like, "Hell no! I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're gonna be like, oh, we got it. It's technically on a uh, uh, film stock. There's the title." Um, and they're gonna like you know last screw them. minute make it color like a, uh, which is, so I'm really really glad that he opted to go full black and white because when you're doing a parody you also have to play homage to like the cinematography yeah dude oh, I love yeah. the titles oh yeah the title like these no one does like these old Hollywood titles where anymore. they're at the beginning of yeah the- well not just that but 
like they don't have that kind of you know playful gothic sense of of uh, uh aesthetic you know oh yeah yeah are we just talking about the font oh yeah just leaving the font and the mood and uh again like you said how they bring it to the forward at the beginning of the movie mm -hmm. instead of uh wait till the end yeah. like i miss that i've been seeing it again in some recent films where they use an opening title sequence to be a sequence in of itself yeah yeah um and they instead of just thinking of it as oh we have to sit through this list of names they yeah. think of it as a way to visually... a way to be experimental like i think of uh the last guardians of the galaxy movie with like yeah they could have never done that scene if there wasn't credits playing yeah that's true like um and hell even just like you mentioned like a lot of not just the marvel movies but a lot of mainstream movies in general like they'll have these after credits like sequences oh, constantly yeah. But they always keep them at the end. Wouldn't it be really great for someone to do exactly the same thing as that, mm -hmm. but just put it right at the beginning of the movie instead? Oh, yeah. Just like a weird little whatever? Yeah. I think uh, actually Deadpool did that. Oh, Deadpool yeah. 2. Like they had, where they're just like, did they shoot her? <laughs> like, he, she's a main character, but. <laughs> I like the, uh, yeah, I like that the credits are kind of dead air. Yeah. You get to be experimental. Yeah. Um, and play with the atmosphere and whatnot. And I think a lot of. A lot of big movies are trying to put one or two scenes where they get to be, like, filmmakers. Yeah, yeah. Just in the ounce of most movies are really, really commercial right now. Pretty so much, it's yeah. it's really refreshing to see the one minute of that movie that mm -hmm. isn't. Oh, yeah, dude. Ken, uh, Kenneth's uh, Strickenfaden. Oh, they have original props from Frankenstein? They actually con they actually discovered uh, Kent Ken was uh, w the original prop maker on the very first Frankenstein movie back in the 30s. Ooh. And they found out while making this that he was still alive. Mm -hmm. And so they contacted him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've got all the original equipment in my in storage. And they're like, really? So they actually hauled it in for this movie. The, the, the lab equipment that you see in this movie was the original equipment oh, for the original Frankenstein back in 31. Amazing. Yeah, dude, I love that. I like that they gave props to my goth queen, too. Yeah. Yeah. Only invented the best genre ever made. Uh, <laughs> psych, guys, we're watching another science fiction movie. <laughs> it's it's early science fiction horror. Oh yeah. Um, well, science fiction wasn't a genre back then. Mm -hmm. She invented it. Um, People give Jules Verne or Isaac Asimov credit for kind of solidifying it, but this was the first sci-fi novel ever made. Yeah, yeah, I can I kind of see that. Yeah. Like it's it's the first. Uh, cyborg kind of thing yeah that they have or the, just the the philosophy of what is man what is human if we're talking about any robot movie any, if someone could make an artificial man does that make them a man every android movie ever made it's just a frankenstein adaptation pretty much uh, i especially loved ex machina oh yeah that was like the frankenstein of the search engine era oh yeah it was great uh so I love the uh, the music and the atmosphere in this. Just like, especially the uh, the the slow crawl to the castle just felt very much of Citizen Kane. Oh you yeah. Know? Like and you know moving through the glass and you see the creepy, the very creepy castle at night oh. with Baron Frankenstein. Wake Frankenstein. up, Master. <laughs> wake, wake, wake. Ah. <laughs> God, I yeah. love this movie. And then, of course... I love this this gag. Yes, just... <laughs> like, gotta pull it out. Come on. 
And, so, and this is like right there. It just sets the tone for the entire movie. It's just like oh, yeah, it goes from like really serious. Like the, the really? credits play it straight. Oh yeah, dude. And, and that... then you've got this moment. You see the horrifying prop, and then it's just awkward. Dude, look at those. <laughs> look at those transitions. That's the other thing. They're old school. Well, but... yo, dude, that's the one thing that I really love, 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 love about this movie is the fact that. Honestly, if you take away the fact that it's, you know, Gene Wilder, Mel Marty Feldman, and, uh, you know, all and Madeline Kahn and all these act actors, like, you could swear that this was made in, like, the, the 30s. Oh, yeah. Like, everything from not just the cinematography, but the way it's edited, the, the special effects that they utilize, like, the very, very old, like, composite imageries, um, the transitions and the music, and even, like, the sound design. Like, uh, the way, I don't know how they're able to really do it. I mean, nowadays there's, you know, audition and a lot of filters and whatnot. But the way the dialogue is, it hits the ear, feels so uh, of that era. And I really can't think of another way to replicate it. I really wish I could. I know it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and none of it feels... <laughs> yeah. But, um... But yeah, you're right. None, None of, it... of it feels artificial either. Like when you put the black and white filter and it's got all the speckles on it and yeah. you're like, you just did that in post in two seconds. Exactly. It's not. <laughs> it, it feels like they got a film or something. It honestly, because it like, again, uh, it, it kind of reminds me of David Lynch's uh, The Elephant Man, oh, yeah. where if it weren't for the widescreen presentation and, uh, uh, you know, the fact that uh, Anthony Hopkins is running around in the movie. Yeah. You would swear that movie was made in, like, the nineteen uh, the 1930s. Yeah. Uh, so They've now... got an Asian extra, though, so it can't be the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so bad. And if it was 2019, that would be Scarlett Johansson, so. Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> keep making those jokes. Yeah, oh, yes. Okay, so here comes the great... The... The wonderful grand experiment about the human brain and the nervous system. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is the most bullshit, like... Pseudoscience? Well, if I were Mr. Hilltop, yeah. that would be the most bullshit thing to bring me in. <laughs> well, just come in for five minutes. <laughs> be called a son of a bitch and then just wheel it out. <laughs> And in a nightgown, no, nonetheless. Most like, college students will do this for six dollars. Well, yeah, it's very true. I was in a study in, <laughs> in college. I sat in a room for five hours, and they fed me spicy tomato soup some days and non-spicy tomato soup other days, and had me record how hungry I was. Wait, you were actually a human guinea pig? Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, I made sixty bucks. That's that's all I did was sit in a room for five hours and monitor my hunger based off of how much spice I was given. Oh. Interesting. I was bored enough that I binge-watched the entirety of The Big Bang Theory, which I regret. <laughs> yeah, and that's where you're just like, can we watch It's Always Sunny now? Oh, no, that was back in the day when I had to pre-download stuff before I went out. <laughs> yeah, see, now that see now I'm a little jealous because like, I didn't do anything cool like that in college. I should have I volunteered. I'll bring you tomato soup and varying amounts of cayenne pepper and measure your hunger responses. I it was not that interesting. Honestly, I probably wouldn't be very good because for some reason my stomach doesn't handle spices. And tomato soup is just so boring I can't stand it. Like I need some something else other than the broth. So you know what? I'm probably just going the opposite direction and just like volunteer to be a nude study. 
in uh, like an art. Oh yeah. yeah, you make nine dollars an hour for that. Sweet. Oh. That is not. You're bad. kidding, dude. What the hell? And oh. men are always in short supply. Oh, it's dude. always women. Oh well, dude. Mm. Sign me up. I'm in. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I. Would I you walk think around. you might have a preference? But if you're an artist, mm, no. <laughs> it's like I need to learn how to draw. Like, what do <laughs> men torsos do? <laughs> dead is dead. dead give an extra dollar <laughs> this is the most college student shit well i mean to we be... tricked you it's an episode of community <laughs> and you're just like no <laughs> but oh man dude like if that's what they're paying like shit why did it makes me kind of want to go back to BG. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein. <Yeah. laughs> you gotta get it right. This kid is such a little shit. Oh, he is. Like, he's like, he's he's literally like all those guys on the internet that just go, actually. And every male who sits in the front seat of a class uh, is he's, this kid. He is in the front, isn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. So, oh, it makes sense, but... Just like you can see him, he like if he was around nowadays, he would be the one guy on YouTube just going actually, actually. <laughs> and then of course, like he's gonna bring up his grandfather's work. Oh my gosh! And he's just that's the thing that I love about this movie because okay, so Mel Brooks actually had nothing wanted nothing to do with the Frankenstein movie or spinoff or anything because he's like. We've had the, you know, the ghost of Frankenstein, the bride right, of Frankenstein, Frankenstein yeah. the cousin, the brother-in-law. We don't need another one. And he said, no, it's actually going to be about his grandson who has nothing to do with those wackos. And Mel Brooks looked at him and he goes, that's really funny. <laughs> 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 everybody bringing him up and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> and I just love how crazy Gene Wilder he's goes so with this. He's so triggered and I love it. <laughs> And this is probably my favorite line. My grandfather's work was doo doo. <laughs> and then, of course, this great the moment. Preservation of life. And stab. Right into it. <laughs> Such an ironic statement. <laughs> Fucking end up. I just love his performance. He's just like. He awkwardly tries to hide it. It's it amazing. It's dismissed. <laughs> it looks like he's holding back tears. Although, to be fair, like, Gene Wilder was having a really hard time shooting this movie. Oh, I watched the bloopers, and he laughs, like, every five seconds. Literally. Like, they had to get, like, 15 takes per scene because he was just cracking up through the entire thing. I love it when he pulls it out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dude, like, he just would not stop laughing. Oh, I, man. It took forever to get the right like, take. every time uh, Igor said his line. Yeah. Pretty Gene much. Wilder would just die. Marty Feldman was born <laughs> to play Igor. Like that was that uh, it, uh, heaven he itself just willed look it. To the left, and it's fucking funny. Yes, it is, man. And apparently, like Gene Wilder says, like out of all the movies he's done or written or whatever, like this is his favorite. Oh yeah, like hands down. Um, and Gene w and uh, Mel Brooks said, like, yeah, Blazing Staddles might be my funniest movie, but this is my best, which is awesome and i totally totally agree because out of all the ones that i've seen oh my god look at madeline khan she is oh, yeah. 
She is glowing. That's the other thing that I really love that this movie captures. Like, you know those old Golden Age Hollywood movies? Oh, yeah. Then there's a scene later on where he and Inga are just, like, looking up to the right for no reason. (laughs) Except for to look old Hollywood. Because, well, I mean, old Hollywood, they have a... (laughs) The hair. (laughs) But, um... They have this weird ability to make those film stars just glow. Like, really sell the beauty and whatnot, especially in, in close-up. <laughs> I love when he gets her, <laughs> her hair in his mouth. Like, that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, like, that shot where the close-up where it was, where that just felt so perfect. Because Madeline Kahn is just a gorgeous woman, but, oh, my God, she's super freaking funny man oh my god like holy hell i i mean it's it's really rare that a woman like that you know that pretty is that funny yeah like it's yeah because like holy hell (laughs) that's one of my favorites there's a whole musical number in the uh broadway version of this oh really there's a love song called please please don't touch me As they sing their big love song. Oh. I've heard the choreography is really funny, too, because they just don't touch. touch. Yeah. I love the cough. Like, she's <laughs> the coughing. Just gets the... <laughs> oh, and then, and then this, this was the part that really blew me away. The back projection of the old Hollywood stuff. It looks old Hollywood. Oh, yeah. That's the coolest part. I love this. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, we get these these stupid-ass jokes throughout, just like where they're going. And, you know, naturally, the uh, the conductor has an accent. Oh, yeah. And New York! And now they're in German. It's, it's, it's the exact same line, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the exact same shit. Only, uh, you know, they're talking about Transylvania. We are almost to Transylvania. Transylvania next. Uh. <laughs> and then, of course, this joke. Oh, this, this is... This is a joke that only you would get. You're only? the only person who's still alive that gets this joke. <laughs> Transylvania Station. Yeah, yeah, track 29. Boy, you can give me a shine. Chattanooga that... Choo Choo. Yeah, Chattanooga Choo Choo by Glenn. I, it's because I grew up on Glenn Miller that I knew that joke. My mother had a, a vintage um, Glenn Miller memorial album that was made right after he uh, died and disappeared during the war. And I've since <clears throat> inherited it. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I grew up on Glenn Miller. So when I heard that, I'm like, wow, that's a, wait, is, did he just reference? Oh my God, that's hilarious. And no one, I've shown this to several other of my friends, but they've never once gotten this joke. And I feel so, oh, <laughs> Marty, I <laughs> love the freeze frame. Um, but yeah, no, I'm the only one who's gotten that. So I feel kind of special about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> Frankenstein. Dude, like, the fact that, you know, Marty has this crazed eyes and his weird appearance and whatnot. Those are his actual eyes. They are. Because uh, um, I believe he had a a weird form of uh, thyroid. Uh, He had a thyroid condition that Mm -hmm. bulged his eyes out and one of them was moved off to the side. He had a couple of childhood injuries, which uh, required some surgery to his uh, Mm -hmm. face and whatnot. But despite that, apparently... Uh, he was very attractive by all his female cohorts throughout um, throughout his life. Oh, well, if you smile a lot, if you're funny. He, oh, he apparently it's... he's really funny. Oh, this great line. 
<laughs> Love that. Apparently he totally just he actually forgot his line and just went with it. What hump? Because <laughs> just stare at him for three seconds before he no, says it. Yeah, too. seriously. Because apparently, like the prosthetic hump that he was wearing, he kept shifting it around, so the continuity the never walk matched. This way, too. Yes. Walk this that, way. That this was way. improvised. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was Aero. That, that was... was based off this scene. Yeah, dude, Aerosmith <laughs> saw that and was like, "Oh shit, that's really funny." We're gonna write a whole song. We're gonna write, yeah, <laughs> to this one stupid ass joke. <laughs> and apparently, even Mel Brooks is like, "Dude, this is, this is too corny. We gotta cut this out." And then he saw the the test footage and saw the audience just die from laughter, and they're like, "All right, we're keeping it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Terry Gar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to a woman like that <laughs> also a whole song in the broadway sweet okay serious oh, man. all right real mo real moment though real moment about terry um terry when you see a woman uh in a haystack like that looks you straight in the eye and goes with that cute german accent would you like a roll in the hay what do you do Sure. Because <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat with uh, uh, Gene, Gene Wilder there. I, I just kind of look at her mouth agape like my just mind just went, my mind just goes completely well, blank. What, the, what you need to say is sure. Either she wants you or there's a translation issue. But she doesn't pick <laughs> up that you don't pick up that it's a translation. You just whatever's coming next is coming next. And you just say yes to it. <laughs> Either you get a woman like that, uh -huh. or you know you roll around in a in a carriage for a bit. That's fun too. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll take it. Yeah, even though there's apparently wolves around. Oh my god! <laughs> the there wolf. That's such a, <laughs> such a dumb joke, but I love it. All of these jokes are really corny. Yeah, but they deliver it with this, like, uh, just humor and deadpanness and and. Their performances sell jokes that would be really cheesy. It's if the you... charm of it, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, even, and apparently there's like twice as there were twice as many jokes. Like, uh, I think the original runtime for this was like twice as long as it actually was. <laughs> I love the giant. <laughs> the giant knockers. Does, doesn't he say something about big knockers? Yeah, wait. <laughs> yes. Oh man, you even do the cute accent very well. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, like uh, Madeline Kahn was supposed to be up for uh, the assistant, but there, but she was like, "No, nah, I want to do, uh, I want to do the uh, the fiance." So he's like, he looked at Terry Gar. He's like, "Could you do a German accent?" So she just whipped out the <laughs> accent. Right with the horses. Yes. The horses. She just whipped out the accent, and she's like, and and, and he kind of blushed, and he's like, "Oh, well." You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I love that gag. Blue <laughs> And I also love the ridiculous, the, the giant mole in her corner of her mouth. It just, ah, uh, so funny, man. <laughs> oh, and of course, uh, what was it? Um, <laughs> 
Oh, and then, of course, that's probably one of my favorite lines coming up. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, oh, wait. We got to have one more. Just one more because we're dumb and self-indulgent. <laughs> that smile dude it's the exact mood like when somebody tells you to stop doing something and you're like okay i'll stop and then mm -hmm. you do you just do it one more time just come on like because it's more fun when it's not okay this is one of my favorite lines wait, wait just stay close to the candles oh what do oh it must be like that's right she does this weird uh interjection later on <laughs> just to make things slightly more scary and uh, and unsettling dude look at this set here that honestly feels like it's some leftovers from like an errol flynn movie <laughs> <laughs> staircase can be treacherous oh if it's hogwarts i believe it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dude like the set feels like leftovers from like a uh uh an errol flynn movie you know like Errol Flynn? Errol Flynn, the, uh, the Robin Hood from the 1930s. Oh! Yeah. Uh, um, the Great Sword Master. Yes. <clears throat> but uh, now now looking at that portrait of uh, Victor von Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. I kind of want that in my... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Just dude. Just an ominous portrait. Yes. That'd be really awesome. And, of course, the uh, the bookcases, which, of course, is going to play a major role later on. <laughs> The candle <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and of course, there's there's this bit. <laughs> the doctor care for a brandy. Actually, I would. Oh, okay. I, I, I wouldn't mind. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Or how about some warm milk? <laughs> I love her the slowness of it. <laughs> like just saying mundane things really ominous. <laughs> Oval team. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh man, I forget. Was this before or after a Christmas story? I think this, this was This is seventy four. Yes. Uh, I believe I don't a, know when Christmas story I believe is. a Christmas story was seventy six. I'm gonna look this up just because I'm really interested. <clears throat> I would love some oval team with my tasty wheat. <laughs> Oh my god, the tasty I love weed. The, the mirror. Yes, yeah. yes. And when she has the good night, sweet prince. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, he was her boyfriend. <laughs> good night, Herr Doctor. Fla Blucher. <laughs> oh, yeah, Christmas Story is 83. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Like, they jumped on the Oval Teen before Christmas Story oh, did. Man. Does Oval Teen even exist anymore? I think think so maybe i haven't had it since i was a little little kid i've never had it so oh, man. yeah then i had it once at my grandma's and then everywhere else it's just swiftness no i've never seen it anywhere else no see i i drank you know like uh two percent milk when i was a kid and then high school happened and i just i'm like no Wait, not anymore no i'm talking about is ovaltine's hot chocolate oh it's a it's a hot chocolate it's hot chocolate yeah well any it's like one of those powders that you put in any any kind of like chocolate or like you know uh dairy drink that i had mm -hmm. and like it just kind of fell off the map like by the time i hit high school so oh, yeah. never had ovaltine ever oh man <clears throat> i mean no hot chocolate well i've had hot chocolate Boy. just not that brand 
not just not Ovaltine brand. Yeah. That's the that's the only thing. And of course, I love this destiny, 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 destiny. <laughs> no, no escaping. escaping that from me. Destiny, <laughs> wait, destiny. Wait, was that a was that a song number? That I feels, don't know. That feels like it should be a song number for the young Frankenstein. No, um, that, there is a scene that is this though, okay. where he has a nightmare that um all of the the frankenstein lineage comes in and they go join the family business join the family trade and make the town afraid or something like that cool yeah it's very spooky mormon hell dream is the vibe i got from it (laughs) behind the bookcase he he has to adopt the accent oh yeah so you've been around the world and i gotta ask do you actually pick up on the local accents after a while yeah you naturally even if you're like in america and you're talking with somebody who's british or australian you naturally kind of mimic the accents around you um and i i had like a a friend in camp who was australian and i'd have to like slap myself and be like no am i mocking them am i being offensive you naturally will pick up on the accent of people around you fascinating so that's not just a joke it's actually a human thing it's a thing is if you put yourself in transylvania and talk to a (laughs) bunch of people in german or romanian you'd get like a german romanian accent the, the candle, candle back <laughs> and i love how they uh very noticeably speed up the film just to move it faster oh yeah just mecha- to make it more scooby-doo and and well i know it's probably also because like a practical thing where like we have the bookcase and it does spin but it's just not nearly as fast enough as we want so or it's we're just not gonna... safe to make it super fast yeah because you know obviously shit like this yeah and i love the voice listen carefully <laughs> with all your might he had to do this take a million times too trapped between the bookcases until he could fucking say his line well i'm pretty sure like straight face i'm pretty sure was just mal brooks was just like pushing at him like you get that you get it right this tape get the tape really smash it uh and then this put the candle you would think that joke would get old after like five minutes. It's never old. No, they play it differently each time. <laughs> like I said, it's like the performance of ninety percent of the yeah. humor here. Yeah, and all of them are just phenomenal. Like, if uh, it's you really... got if you got a lot of today's comics out there, and they either played it straight or they played it over the top. Like it, it just wouldn't be as funny. No, you like, really need to get like someone with just charisma playing the right giving the right amount of ham you yeah. know like that's that's the only trick because oh you've got to embrace ham yeah there, really there were i watched this on youtube there was a lot in the comment section about like why we don't make films this funny anymore mm. and a lot of it is okay a lot of people said people would get offended which i was like really first of all First of all, this is the least offensive Mel Brooks movie. Right? Second of all, if you're pretending that people weren't weren't clutching their pearls shook to the core after the producers, you're wrong. People were so offended. Yeah. (laughs) But I I think it's just, we've got this cringe culture. We're afraid to be cheesy. Yeah. And cheesy's fucking fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Especially, uh, well, I think that's why uh, nowadays people are so obsessed with, you know, so bad it's good movies because they have that cheese and it's just unintentional and also that this is what i think about so bad it's good movies you can pretend you don't like it yeah. it takes bravery to say 
I think this is great. Yeah. When there's a thousand critics saying 500 things wrong with your favorite movie <sighs> in under 15 hours. I'm sorry. I, I hate cinema sins I hate so, cinema much. Sins so much. So um, much. Get in a drama war with us, cinema sins. We'll get viewers. Um, Two years dead. Oh, I love this. Marty. <laughs> oh, six months dead. Marty, Marty, Marty. And then, <laughs> like, the suspense is just so good. And then. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I got nobody. nobody. surprise it but i bet the song is improvised oh, I would, i'm pretty I'd sure because uh, and also i just love the the still deadpan face that he gives right until they so used... <laughs> and he's just ahead with his outfit in the black and white i was gonna say what's so bad it's good movies yeah is you can s- when you say watch this film it's really good yeah you're opening yourself up to critique but there's a safety in saying watch this film it really sucks Mm. where you can pretend to be ironic and can pretend that like yeah i don't really like this i'm i've got taste i'm cynical and it's look you can love bad movies and you can hate you know like movies that a lot of people really like revere and whatnot like i know there's a lot of people that just can't stand apocalypse now or things like that oh yeah whether it's the pacing or whether they don't relate to it oh wait <laughs> Every he's he, uh, in this movie he's kind of like uh, what um um oh god what was his name uh uh John Belushi in oh, Animal yeah. House like it, I remember John Bel- watching Animal House for the first time and any scene any sh- individual shot that John Belushi is in always has a really good laugh in it. Oh, Marty yeah. Feldman's kind of the same way in here, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, like, anytime, like, even if he's in the background, there's still eventually, like, where he'll come to the foreground and just get a huge laugh. But, yeah, oh, and, of course, oh, right yeah. here, this is all the uh, the original uh, lab From equipment. From the original Frankenstein movie, yeah. you were saying. Yeah, this is not all... Not replica, the... not just made by the same prop master, no. but... Which is why this movie is feels so authentic, because... It's not just using, you know, the same aesthetics, but it's actually borrowing a lot of the original elements of the originals to give it the authenticity. Because that's a lot of thing that a lot of parody movies tend to get wrong, is that they can poke fun at the uh, the tropes and the character types and, um, you know, the story beats and whatnot and all that stuff. But if you don't really respect the original at all, like if you're not willing to evoke the feeling of it and then turn it on its head you're doing it wrong yeah you know plus taking it seriously or honorably for a second lends to that surprise when you lampoon it later yes exactly and that's to respect it for a second and then throw a fart at it yeah it's so much funnier than just a bunch of farts about it yeah because i've seen a lot of parody movies um a lot of them really good too like you know walk hard you know, of course, you know, the masters like Spaceballs and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Naked Gun and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Airplane. Like, they're all fantastic. But I think this one is probably the best spoof movie ever made because of the respect that it has to the original. Yeah. You it know? It uses its cinematography. It uses its kind of prop and set design. And the atmosphere and uh, even the sound and the effects and everything are And you can perfect. use the tension of horror to create a perfect breeding ground for 
jokes to slap you upside the head. Exactly. Well, I mean, I yeah. <laughs> just previously was a great moment. Like I bet was... people jumped at that. Like, nobody was really scared by it, but it I was bet a, it was like a, a scare. A... I love <laughs> how I did it. <laughs> I feel like okay. I feel like the Simpsons stole that gag for their uh, uh, their vampire segment in one of their Treehouse of Horror segments, and it's like uh, I think it's like you know they're in Mr. Burns' uh, secret vampire lair. And they find the book that says, yes, I am a vampire, with a foreword by Steve Irwin. (laughs) (laughs) I also love, you were talking about brilliant classics that people don't respect, and they don't need to, Mm -hmm. because some things don't relate to people. Yeah. And some things are just paced wrong. Yeah. Him just reading from the book. Yeah. The Even... original story and everyone just being asleep. <laughs> well, that's the that's the really funny part is they're reading the original st- uh, story and they're just bored by it, which makes it even funnier. And then, of course, this great line where he looks right in the camera and just like, It could work! <laughs> and then change portrait. I love it, dude. I love it. It's great. Oh, so good. Man, oh. So, um, but we get, we also got to talk a little bit about Gene Wilder. Cause, oh my God. Dude, like when he passed, like, I remember, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, he's just the guy from the meme, the Willy Wonka meme. Wait, they I'm didn't like, even say he was Willy Wonka. They said Willy Wonka meme. Yeah. They, people got, got to be a little bit that low. Like, Ugh. I know. Gen Z, I know you're saving the climate, but I want to punch you right now. <laughs> but Fuck. yeah, dude, cause like, I've no, I, I mean, a lot of people are like. Oh, he was Willy Wonka's dad. I'm like, yeah, he was Willy Wonka, but dude, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Like, he's also in the original producers. Yes, right? the original yeah. producers, Blazing, Blazing Saddles, Saddles, and uh, I believe uh, what um, non-Mel Brooks materials he was in. Oh God. Because I mean, um, I know him as Willy Wonka. Um, we'll be like fair. A, uh, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I know he was. Uh, uh, oh fuck! There was another movie that I forget. There's, I know there's like a ton of other movies that I am forgetting, but uh, yeah, mostly the ones that I remember were him his collaborations for Mel Brooks because okay. like Willy Wonka was out. <laughs> I, love that. I know Willy Wonka was like the main big one of his like outside of Mel Brooks. Oh yeah. Um, although I do really love this transition right here where eight uh, where oh the the swinging. where it swings. Yeah, where he just, uh, he's about to let go, I, I promise you. But we were... I... Yeah, here. Where... We're just talking about, like, back what I said with the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Every movie in that is good comedy needs good filmmaking. If you yes. can't utilize all the visuals to yes. set the scene, set tension, to know how to... Um, and how to edit your movie. And how to incorporate your comedy and your plot together yes even some of the best modern comedies fail to do that yeah like, like bridesmaid the... is is really funny <clears throat> but i almost felt like it was separated into the scenes that were funny and the scenes that moved the plot along yeah it's like you'd uh, have people pooping uh, in a dress and then you'd have an emotional scene between the two friends after it and it's like couldn't they have maybe the emotional confessing while they were having diarrhea yeah that would have been fucking hilarious now that would have made it even trying to explain oh i'm so sorry i just (laughs) see that would have been even funnier oh my god yeah like uh, so yeah when you mix things together 
your emotions become complicated. And when you play with your emotions like that, that's where great things happen. Oh, yeah. When you care about the characters and when you don't feel like you're sacrificing one thing for another. Yeah. It goes... It- <laughs> <laughs> could be worse oh no this is so fucking corny i'm groaning right now but i love it yeah i don't care like <laughs> well again it's his performance look at marty feldman and just he's the way he's little shit eating grin <laughs> he's having the time of his life he all, did, they all did you are. watch the blooper reel for this i it once a long time ago about 40 percent of that blooper reel is um when he does the, oh, Igor, get the bags. And he goes, oh, you take the wand. I'll take the one in the Torben. <laughs> yeah. Um, the different ways that he harasses <laughs> Madeline Kahn <laughs> and Gene Wilder cracking up at him. <laughs> I don't think it made it into the final movie, but in several of those scenes, he just straight up bites the leg off of her fur fox <laughs> and just goes, like my dog. If, like, I, if <laughs> I remember correctly, like it, it took them a while to get that scene right because of the fur he was constantly getting it in his mouth and that and that just made the takes run even longer because in between he's like doing <laughs> and there's gene wilder just cracking up oh i love this <laughs> the hand <laughs> i have a question yes do you think this scene would have been more or less funny if they got the the cop we see later on with the fake hand them just both like <laughs> Uh, you know, that might have been, that actually might have been funnier. I don't know. Because the fact is, like, it's already stupid. It's already so funny. <laughs> Would that have been overcomplicated? But My- I can't not think of it. Oh, uh, you're right. Because even then, it's like, well, his hand is that the police officer is fake. So he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't feel how cold. So he wouldn't get that, uh, yeah. oh, you need a hot fire joke. Yeah. So I, so I, I think it's just fine like this. Oh, it, oh, it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Like Cause, this. and I also love that how he has to, what have been. he has to stamp his feet. <laughs> to tell Igor? Is that yes. What yes. <laughs> that was freaking great. That is the same energy as, uh, whose line is it anyway? When like Ryan and Colin like put their hands in each other and do, put their hands in each other. That sounds true. Ryan and Colin would appreciate that joke. Yeah, yeah, dude, totally. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently, like, it's not just like us or them that's having a really because apparently the, these guys were having so much fun filming. Uh, they were actually kind of pissed off when uh, principal photography wrapped that Mel Brooks literally just wrote a whole bunch of additional scenes just to keep the production going longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, seriously. And if it worked, they'd throw it in? or Yep. They, if it worked, they'd throw it in. If not, they'd throw it out. Because like I said before, like uh, the first cut of the movie was like almost three hours. So they just started, you know, cutting every joke that they thought didn't work and whatnot. But although now that I think about it. Slip brainstorm. I love that gag. <laughs> but now that I think about it, like, you know, for all the jokes that they thought wouldn't work but wound up you know being immediate classics now i kind of want to see their extended cut that they never released you know like i'm i'm pretty sure 20th century fox has uh (laughs) (laughs) has just a a deleted scene that's longer than the movie yeah yeah that's why i bought dvds back in the early 2000s oh you kidding me i was like i am here yes fuck the directors i'm here for the deleted scenes (laughs) i will kill a man for deleted scenes (laughs) i love this (laughs) 
the winks to the camera. Like I, I think uh, only Ryan Reynolds can really rival uh, Mel Brooks. Um, in terms of this generation, Ryan. Reynolds yeah, he's just he, he's the he's the only really uh, mad genius of breaking the fourth wall. You know, oh. like uh, Mel Brooks was the all time great for breaking the uh, the fourth wall back in the day in his movies. Uh, and actually, that's the whole reason why he's not in this movie. Mel Brooks uh, was uh, he he said he was going to be in the movie and whatnot, but Gene Wilder said no, I don't want you in this movie because you have this dirty habit of winking at the camera and i know sometimes you don't mean to i didn't know who mel Brooks was as a child but as soon as he walked on stage yeah and my parents said mel brooks cameos in this movie yeah i knew who his cameo was <laughs> like immediately i just knew it was mel brooks like was... i felt like only the writer <laughs> could throw shitty jokes like this and just wink to the camera yeah. as uh as you know as shittastically as he does. <laughs> as yogurt. I was like, fuck. It was also that deep Jewish accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he always played his characters. I, I don't think I've heard a lot of interviews with him. But almost that, that very over-the-top Broadway he's Jewish. Still, like... He's still... He actually has... That's like... He exaggerates a little bit. But ultimately, that's ultimately his like voice and accent. Oh, nice. Yeah. He, he plays it up a little bit when he's doing his roles. But... Otherwise, that's totally him. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. I feel like he throws in a few extra, like, Yiddish words for comedy's sake. Oh, of course. But that's who he is, right? Of course. It's, it's, it's Jewish. It's funny because you don't understand the words. Locks <laughs> bagel. <laughs> oh, my God. I love him. It, like, Igor <laughs> in the raincoat. <laughs> the rain hat. Just myself laughing if I don't bring, take a break right okay. now. Please, okay. please share some fun facts. Uh, uh, <laughs> like I'm trying to think of one of the other uh, really great things that, because uh, as you can see, like this is all the original equipment they got. They fired it up too, man. Like <clears throat> they got all the uh, the electric the, the electric stuff going. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm trying to think what, what was the uh, another thing. Um, uh oh shit i'm blanking but uh oh yeah peter boyle <laughs> peter boyle's in this um uh, for most of you remember oh god what was what was uh peter boyle's like famous uh sitcom role uh oh he was he was the dad in one of god what was it what are was we it? talking about uh, uh peter boyle uh peter boyle was al bundy was he oh yeah, that's it everyone yeah. loves raymond everyone loves raymond that was like his big uh sitcom role that i was thinking oh of. okay yeah yeah um i actually remember him most as uh uh his cameo role from martin scorsese's uh, taxi driver which is one of my favorites um but uh yeah here he plays the uh, the monster is that why they do that bit at the end where he's in the bed with the newspaper and it's like, <laughs> oh, my wife's so crazy. <laughs> and See, that shit's funny even if you don't know the reference. Yeah, dude. Uh, although this was this was actually, oh, what was it? No, this was the same year as uh, Taxi Driver, 1974. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so, but um, what was it? What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, they also... Uh, Actually, they did put him in like real makeup. Like uh, they put him in, you know, a bluish green kind of makeup, so it highlights better in black oh. and white. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. No, oh, I, I love this. I think of them doing this. The, I was I was telling you yes. about the Broadway musical. 
this is the best song in it. <laughs> it's the only song they take seriously. Oh, really? It's life, life, give my creature life. Sweet. Life, life. Oh, dude. It's did, really good. Does he ascend into the heavens? Yes, itself? that's actually the big draw. It's like oh. the one thing they spent all their prop money on is getting the thing to, to raise up as he sings the nice. one song they take seriously. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> And they have other songs such as Roll in the Hay and He Vols My Boyfriend and just putting on the Ritz because if you took that out, that would be Yeah, illegal. oh, well, that would be, to not have putting on the Ritz is just like evil. What are you even doing? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but, oh, yeah, dude. Like, I love the glasses, the, 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 the over-the-top goggles that oh, they have. Oh, my gosh. Like, everything is just so crazy. Did you buy that from Capels under the steampunk <laughs> section, Gene? <laughs> Not uh, the third switch! <laughs> Not the... Throw it, I say! Give my creation life! Through the storm and strife. Oh, man, dude. I forgot. Give my creature life. Dude, and I love the super, uh, the super imposition that they do with that. Like, just to go... To really rein in the madness. Oh, just the electricity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they fuzzed up his hair for this. Yes, dude. They but... went and they teased it so it looked like he'd be... Oh, look at the lighting, dude. How do they do that? Is that projection? or? Uh, yeah, they. I believe they actually took a mold of Peter Boyle with like the elongated skull and everything. They made a, uh, a maquette of that. What? Uh, it's inside? No. It's... Um, oh. No, it's like a, a maquette that they... Uh, positioned over him and they uh, just made it transparent and shined a light through it so it shined directly onto the contours highlighting these like weird exaggerated skeletons okay so peter boyle was there yeah with a thing on his face that was transparent no no, and no. light shining down at it no no like uh he was wearing the makeup just like lying there um but they had like a separate transparent uh sculpt of it with a light bulb behind it, and they oh, shined it onto his face. Okay, so they yeah. got a mold of his face on the light. Yeah, it's it was that's it was weird. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like they really got creative with their special effects like that, mm -hmm. and it's ri ridiculously simple. I mean, it's stuff that you. Well, that's, you've got to keep it simple and practical if you're imitating th that classic yeah. 1930s look. Now um, I'm mad we're not watching Shadow of a Vampire this month. <laughs> because I feel like you'd have so much filmography things to yell at that movie. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but what I really love is uh, um, just how cr batshit crazy <laughs> Gene Hackman plays with this. This is character development. Is you just watch him go from like repressed to insane to, I think, acceptance at the end. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like That's the other thing that I love about this movie is that Despite it being like a full-on parody and like they say, they do the it's alive thing, like they do all that and whatnot, but they also have really interesting characters oh, that yeah. they've made. Like I, Igor, um, Frankenstein, all of, even the monster is hilarious. Oh, yeah. So like that's another Frankenstein thing. Frankenstein and the monster have great character development. Um, Igor just, just oh, plays dude. with your expectations and Marty Feldman's really funny. Yes. And... The kind of women who would just kind of be lilting frogs. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch! Grace and dignity. <laughs> Marty, like, look at the camera and, like, explain the joke to you. But I'm not even mad because it's Marty Feldman, whatever. And I really love the fact that they keep them with long takes and whatnot because that allows the actors to just go crazy. <laughs> quiet, quiet and dignity, indeed. 
But they just like they just let Gene Wilder be like just. Go, just go, dude. Like that's because that's what I really love about the, the the long take, kind of you know just wide shots of these things. They'll just like you know put all three of the actors in the frame, and then they'll just let them perform. Like it's not one of those you know where it's overcutty, overproduced, and everyone gets a close up and cut back and forth and blah 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 blah. Just put the camera there. Let the actors go. Oh, yeah. That's all you need to do. If it sucks, you take another take. Exactly. Like, that's how it works. Exactly. And plus, like, yeah. it's much more fun to see them all in one frame because that just shows how close the characters can be. Oh, yeah. Because when you separate them and, you know, put them one close up at a time, it gets stale. It gets boring to look at. And literally, it flattens the characters. Oh, yeah. So when you allow people to, you know, actually act all together in one long take... It actually it subconsciously says, oh, these people are working together. Yeah, they're not just there to deliver a joke. They are funny people. Yes. Like, I was going to say, like, even the female characters whose roles are very much oh. love interests, <laughs> it's not a very complicated role. Yes. They let them perform, and they're funny. Even if they're just being sexual. Like, it's funny as fuck. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Puts it out with the beer sign. It's <laughs> overcomplicated. Fucking Kenneth Mars is the inspector. Oh. You can't say inspector. You have to go inspector compa. footsteps. His father's footsteps. His father's footsteps. And I also love his uh, deliberate pu punctuation of the word unt. 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 It's very, very punctual. <laughs> <laughs> very silly in German. Yes, very, very silly. <laughs> uh, like, it's, it's I miss these like way crazy, silly performances. Oh yeah. You know, like I, I can you really think of like a like a recent comedy, not Edgar Wright, that has done just like a batshit crazy weird role. Not in film, in sketch comedy, I can name dozens. I think of Whitest Kids You Know and um, <laughs> their versions of like, oh, God, I'm General Lee or, or whatever it was. <laughs> Lee, 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 No, Lee, no, it, Lee. Was, it was Grant who was drunk all yes, the time. Yes, it was Grant who was super drunk. But they have characters like that. Um, uh, oh, I love this. A nice, quiet chat. chat. But it's, you're, you, but you not know, in a mainstream Hollywood movie. You know, everyone was thinking shit. Shit. A, a nice, quiet shit. shit. <laughs> that's the other, because that's the reason, another reason why I'm like, oh, man, I really wish we didn't have to constantly watch these with the closed with captions. With the subtitles. Because, like, it's super funny to hear the performance. Did you know that they recently, um, uh, some English researchers um, looked at the linguistics of england during the 1500s oh. and found out that people pronounced words a lot differently which huh. meant that we were missing a lot of jokes in shakespeare yeah apparently that makes a lot of so, sense um i think there was a line in macbeth that the porter says um is spending your night for hours and hours um mm -hmm. um Hours and whores were pronounced the same way back in the day. <laughs> so there's this implication that there's all these, like, prostitutes around. 
Um, there's there's good word wordplay too. Lines and loins were originally pronounced the same word. Oh boy! So the intro to Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> you can argue what rule that's going. is supposed to be there is fatal loins unfold or whatever. <laughs> oh, this is one of my favorite. But there's also a lot of dick jokes. So. Yes, that's well, that's what Shakespeare is. Oh my god! If you think Shakespeare's high literature, you can fuck off. It's the only thing that's pre 1900 <laughs> that I read. <laughs> I love that. Mmm! Oh, you like it? <laughs> you made a yummy sound. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> you made a yummy sound. <laughs> That's what I mean. Who uses the word yummy, yummy anymore? I wish and people would bring that back. it's such a serious context. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's Any a... context for you. If you're talking about food and saying, that was really yummy. Yeah. If, if you're flirting, you look yummy. It's just, that's adorable. Um, I can't do that anymore because they did that in uh i believe it was catwoman oh no yeah with so, the holly berry one yeah Ew. yeah that's why i don't watch shit like that. Oh, see that's a that's a bad movie like i will gladly make fun of if i've had the correct amount of booze but otherwise yeah i'm staying i'm staying far away from that oh no, you want bad <laughs> batman remakes just just stick oh, to joel God. schumacher at least you'll have a good time <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> He's going to say the thing. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I also love Peter Boyle's expression. Looks at him. Just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, I think that's like... That's like actually my reaction if I woke up and I just existed. I'd be like, okay. What the fuck? fuck is going on <laughs> i guess this is my life <laughs> sit up and i also love how they uh gave him very very clearly these uh gigantic go-go boots oh my god with to... the nails on the bottom <laughs> with, and you see them later as with the lifts <laughs> heavy heavy like elevator boots yes uh and oh Pete, i forget how tall peter boyle was um because i know he was I'm not, he must have been like six one or six something, mm -hmm. but uh, those things made him like almost, you know, six eight, six nine. Oh yeah. Because, I, I, it's crazy how you know his face even fleshes out the the padded body that they gave him. You know. Oh yeah, but by just doing that prosthetic on the forehead. Yeah, because it it's, works. It's weird because he's not that big. No. Like he's tall, but he's a lot skinnier than you think mm -hmm. of this movie. Uh, and you and the other thing is like. Even his hands seem obnoxiously huge, which I know those are his real hands, you know? Yeah. So, like, kudos to them for doing yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. Whoa! <laughs> the fire! She lights a cigarette. <laughs> it's like, dude, really? Oh, and then, of course, this is oh such a... Oh, my God, the charades. This is such a stupid joke. <laughs> stupid joke, but I love it. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Playing charades while Peter Boyle just strangles him. <laughs> and it takes so long. It's actually one of those jokes that the longer it goes, the funnier it is. Oh, man. Said a dirty word. He said a dirty word. <laughs> no. Sedative. 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 The sedative. <laughs> Give him the sedative. And <laughs> just... <laughs> points to his nose. Oh my god. And he is down for the count. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, dude. Chair. Table. <laughs> 
And then after so all that. like a sketch comedy bit or something, but it just, they all lace together well. Set again? <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Man. You can tell that Igor would not care if anybody lived or died. No. He is just there for fun. <laughs> He's, he he is, gives no shits. He is living his best life. He is there to simply observe and to watch and be entertained by the show. <laughs> and he's also there to... He's literally there uh, with the us, the audience. Just put his arm around you. Uh, this awkward. is me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he just sits on the <laughs> Sits on the floor. I've done that before. I'm like, Greg, if there's no chairs, I'm like, I'm not standing. <laughs> and then he's like awkwardly sits back up on here. Just so he's not at cross Sit. level. Sits right down on the floor. <laughs> but, uh, I've done that. But, and it hurts. <laughs> well, it should. I mean, it's concrete for you. Oh, no, it just... The shame hurts. Oh, I see. The, the shame. shame. The shame. Oh, <laughs> and, of course, there's this wonderful... Oh, uh, my God. Little bit ...with the... Uh, it was Abby something. Abby, <laughs> Abby no... Oh, okay. Does that mean that's Frankenstein's monster's canon name in the young Frankenstein universe? Is that in Mary Shelley's novel, Adam is, is the first creature, but the second creature that Gene Wilder's young Frankenstein makes yeah. is named Abby Normal. That's canonically his name. I guess and so. we should not refer to him as the monster because he's as good inside. Abby. As Abby. His name is Abby. <laughs> I actually got to tell you just a quick story okay. um, because Abby Normal is kind of a big, big in-joke at my house. When, <laughs> yeah. when my mother was uh, uh, working her way through college... <laughs> His fucking, fucking face, I'm sorry. When uh, my he mom... looks like the little have you, you saw Spirited Away. Yes. The little green heads that roll. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> dude. He does. Wow. Like actually, you know what, dude? With that costume he could be a no face. <laughs> so he's no face with the green heads. <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, okay. So real quick, a real quick story about this. My mom was working at a, uh, a McDonald's to get herself through college and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And uh, because, you know, her crew was really tight and whatnot, they all had like little name tags back in the day. Uh, so they decided to get mock names. And hers was Abby Normal. Oh, that's great. So I actually remember uh, one of her professors got and got thrown off. And she, uh, she actually, you know, answered the uh, the drive-through to one of her professors, not knowing who it was. Uh, called him up, and and she's like, "This is Abby Normal. Can I take your order?" So he had a bit of a laugh, and then he was delightfully surprised, like, "Oh, Carm, hi!" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, this is just a, uh, this is just a, a bit." Awkwardly gets food and runs away. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like a big thing with my mom is uh, Abby Normal. That reminds me of my stupid Spanish class name. Oh, I love this. Just this the way he cheats. Just... Oh, I know. And <laughs> <laughs> he just spits. Nice grouping. <laughs> they made us choose like Spanish names in yeah. Spanish class. Yes. And mine was Anita Margarita. <laughs> God damn it! I wish I was that clever. Because <laughs> I think I was Felipe. Felipe. Yeah. Because uh, apparently, uh, and my mom was pissed because no, Timoteo. Oh. What the heck? And they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, ma. You can wasn't... choose whatever name you want. No, it was no. They gave them? us like they gave us a list of choice names, and that was oh. so it wasn't on the list, and that's why both of us were kind of pissed off. 
So uh. and that's and that's why I never fully learned Spanish because my Spanish teachers sucked. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, what were we talking about? I forgot. Abby Normal. Abby Normal, yes. And then yes. we started talking about fake names. Oh. <laughs> I love, I love the, every time he misses the, just like, the glass shatters. Oh, and, and you see shit, just... you see where all of his arrows go when he drives away. <laughs> and like, all of the wheels and like, the doormat's got one in his head. <laughs> I love it. Mmm! Oh, and I will take that as a yes. Mmm! Mm. <laughs> God, this guy's great. <laughs> Wait. Oh, and I love the fact that he has a monocle over his eye patch. That's so stupid. It's stupid, and I love it. Oh, and then there's this great moment where he's got where his mechanical arm just, it just gets stuck. <laughs> like, God damn it! <laughs> and then of course, we're like even through the long walk back to the castle, like the arm just. Like, I love him. <laughs> Flat. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh man, this is this is. I forgot just how much fun this movie really was. Oh my god, because it's been a while since I've watched this actually. Oh yeah. Like uh, I I forget when was the last time you watched this. Um. It was in high school. I remember it was like an after like theater like after party. Oh thing. right on. Um, we drove up to somebody's house out in Kentucky, real big property, but this was on the, on the TV and we slept over. Nice. So probably, probably when I was about 16, 17 was the wow, last time I saw this. it's been a while oh, for yeah. you. Oh yeah, it's been a bit. Uh, cause I think the last time I watched this, it was about mm, five or s somewhere between like five or seven years. Oh yeah. Uh, no, actually I remember it was, uh, about six years ago, uh, some friends of mine in college hadn't, uh, seen it. Again with that goddamn Winnie. Every time it it always makes me laugh. Um, but I heard a couple friends didn't hadn't seen it. And I'm like, oh what? And I just like grabbed them by the ear and just set their ass down and like, watch this. This is amazing. This oh, is one man. of the greatest comedies ever well, made. Well, you didn't see um, Holy Grail until college. That well, no, I had seen Holy Grail. It's uh, just that I'd seen a really shitty VHS recording of it, uh. and it was very young, so I didn't get the jokes, even if I could hear or see them. Oh yeah. So, but that's another. That's gonna have to be another episode, yeah. dude, because that's that's another great, great comedy. And <laughs> apparently, uh, Abby is quite a big fan of violin. <laughs> catch air butterflies yeah dude like that's that's the it's other thing so that I, well i mean i love that he brings the uh, the childlike sort of we innocence to his performance similar to how boris karloff did back mm -hmm. in the day so that's that's always really nice but i do love the fact that he's just like you know gleefully catching the invisible butterflies that's a nice little touch <laughs> of course oh, i love it yes yes yes, yes! <laughs> violin <laughs> This is getting crazier and crazier. Yes! Yes! Say it! He was my boyfriend! 
He doesn't even. I love the fact that he doesn't. She doesn't use the word lover. Just like lover, paramour, anything mis- elevated. Just anything. Just boyfriend. St- like she's fourteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very colloquial, and actually, that's. That's what makes so it even cute. funny. Well, it's what makes it even funnier yeah. because she's been very, very proper, very stiff, very educated and fancy. And then she just throws throws you off with that stupid word. Boyfriend. Yes, exactly. It just that like, line that... is also an entire song, yeah. by the way. Sweet. <laughs> I need to see this. Because like, I'm such a huge fan of this movie. I should see the Broadway <laughs> version. Like... I don't know if it's ever going to be playing. Is, is it playing again, or is there, there like a DVD uh, release of it? I don't think so on either. Um, I know the producer's Broadway version just got made into the new producer's movie. Yeah. It was not yeah. originally a musical. Yeah, that so I remember. I'd recommend watching both. Yes. So I'll, I'll I'll see if like there's like a you know a film copy of I've it somewhere. I've never seen it. I actually just got the soundtrack from the library and listened <laughs> it a couple times. Nice. I um, should at least get that. Oh, yeah, because I knew what the plot was, so I was like, I'm just going to listen to the songs and enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this is... When monster is loose, boards must be tight. <laughs> this is obviously, like, you know, the uh, a straight-up parody of the, the scene from the original where, you know, the monster is loose, hide your children, board up your windows, lock your doors, the monster is about... Ooh! And there is actually a, a good deal of tension yeah, in the scene. It is. Um, like you, you, If you don't know exactly oh, how it's going to end up, yeah, watching like, them interact is kind of... Because if you've seen the original, like he, she, like the little girl accidentally gets drowned by the monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I remember watching oh, that. <laughs> I actually remember watching the original because I think that was uh, in an eighth in when i was in like eighth grade during class <laughs> class or something what shall we throw in now <laughs> <laughs> eye contact like the uh the the the, uh, the bum 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 eyes oh no because <laughs> i actually remember watching the original and like when the kid dies i'm like oh jesus oh, man. shit got real and then of course this is so fucking great <laughs> this is such a st- <laughs> And then, wait, wait. Uh. <laughs> it's something about their sides. Just like, uh. Uh, it closes the scene all nice. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So when that scene, when you see that coming, when you see the little girl and the monster together, you're like, oh shit, not again. I didn't again. even see the original Frankenstein, but just seeing somebody so fragile next to the monster, it, it builds tension. It does, but it, it builds it even more when you've seen the original, because... Then they completely just throw it literally right out the, the window. window. Or in the window in this case. And then, of course, oh, yes. I love him. Gene Hackman as the blind man. This is just... This is probably one of, like, one of the great comic uh, cameos. Like, there's a lot of really funny celebrity cameos, but a lot of them are usually are on the nose or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But no, this is actually just Gene Hackman playing a character and not being, you know... Like, haha! I'm Gene Hackman, celebrity here to entertain. That's what a cameo should be. It's like a give this performer center stage for a little bit. Yeah. But not as a pop culture reference. Yeah. Let them actually do their job. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really unusual for Gene Hackman to be in a comedy because he's known for his uh, dramatic performances and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, it was because uh, him and Terry Garr. We're working with Francis Ford Coppola on the conversation. Oh. Uh, yeah, which is a great 
great film, by the way. Um, uh, they Terry Gar was uh, on set about, oh yeah, I'm doing this Frankenstein movie with Mel Brooks, and Gene Hackman's like, well, could you get like a little bit role for me? Because I would love to just try comedy, you know, just Aww. like it's a little bit. So. They gave him this role, and it's fucking hysterical. See, you know he's having the time of his life, too, because he never gets to do comedy. Exactly. So he, he's an actor performing a little bit out of his element and having fun with it. And I also really <laughs> love how, you know, playing the blind man, you just don't have any eye contact. You can just look around and, and feel very warm and that sort of thing. And, of course, now this is just... Oh, my God. This is a classic, classic <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the way that he moves around. <laughs> and apparently, that's actually hot soup. Oh, no! So, well, they had like some padding underneath them so Peter Boyle wouldn't actually get burned. But just to get the steam right, they, oh, actually, they actually poured got... real oh. hot soup, which is. Just super fucking funny, and man. And he's trying so hard not <laughs> and to, to be polite, to not scream at all. I am such a... And, and that's the other thing. You really feel for this guy. No. Just like, oh, I wish I, I wish someone, a weary traveler to entertain, to break the monotony. You love them both. And I then he just this. bursts in. <laughs> and of course, yes, a toast. And of course... Oh. <laughs> Nothing goes right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Now we've had food and drink. And we have one final little oh, surprise. I love this. Cigars. <laughs> and of course, you already know, especially the way he takes it with his thumb. <laughs> you know where he's going. Oh, with I thought this. he was gonna eat it. <laughs> oh really? You did? But I, then as soon as he held it out, as soon as he, the way he gripped it with his thumb sticking out, I'm like, oh, I know where this is going, and I love oh, it. Oh god! You know where it's going, like a million miles away, but oh, it's so fucking funny when it actually happens. Fire <laughs> mm, Yes. Do you? All right. Let me oh, have your cigar. <laughs> and of course. Yeah. <laughs> Now, granted, no blind person would mistake a thumb for a cigar, but god damn it, it's funny. <laughs> you just hold on. It. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, boom, breaks out. And then this this next line that I love. <laughs> wait, wait. I was gonna make espresso. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make espresso. <laughs> so Gene Wilder oh or, or, or uh, uh, Gene Hackman just just went with it. That was the first take, and he just ad libbed the. Uh, I, I was gonna make espresso, oh. and it's because like it fades out so fast because literally as soon as he was done with that line, the entire crew just doubled down with laughter. <laughs> so that was that's great. Oh yes, of course, love it. The, the, with the violin, the God, the atmosphere is just so awesome. Look at these sets, man. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> and I love the obvious fake beard. <laughs> I'm Satchel Gizmo, and this is my partner Scruffy. <laughs> he oh, does oh. look like from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's like probably the great Gene Hackman's uh, cameo appearances. Dude, he's ancient too now. Like How old? he's he's like in his nineties now. Oh wow. Yeah, Gene Hackman's a lot older than people give him credit for. Like, I'm kind of amazed he's still. Oh, I'm still kind of amazed that uh, Mel Brooks is still around. He's he's oh, like yeah. almost ninety five almost now. Yeah. So. God, it'll be a really sad day when he finally goes, because he is probably one of the great comedy directors, like, just true-on comedy directors. Like, No, I do comedy, that's that's what I do, that's what I'm known for, that's what I'm going to be. Oh, like, yeah. He just lives up into it. Like, he's not one of those part-time ones that'll be like, yeah, occasionally I do comedies, but every once in a while I'll do this dramatic movie or whatnot. No, he, full-on, like, he is the master of parody. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a really sad day when he goes. Because we've already lost so many of them. Because Mar poor Marty Feldman, he left us really early. He actually died of a heart attack. Oh, um, I think, uh, oh, I, I want to say in like the 80s or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, his career didn't last too long, which is a shame because he's... Oh, my God. Because it's not just this. I've also seen, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Silent Movie. No. Mel Brooks, along with, you know, Gene Wilder and Marty Feldman, they actually made uh, a movie called Silent Movie. And it is, in fact, a silent movie. That's also a parody St of silent movies. Yes, straight up. And it's about Mel Brooks as a weird parody of himself trying to make a sound picture in the 70s. <laughs> and it has, like, a ton of, like, celebrity cameos, everything. And, and it's, oh, my God, it's so good. Uh, a lot of people forget about Silent Movie, um, but that's that's another one we'll have to check out because, dear God, it's great. He gives up so much. <laughs> oh, no. He does. He breaks really fast. <laughs> Get me the hell out. I was joking. <laughs> I guess, you know what? He should have had a safe word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, that's... That's what you do. That's rule number one when it comes to, you know, these crazy situations. Especially of... when Peter Boyle's involved. And in dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> and with chains. Chains and dungeons and Peter Boyle. Yeah, you better have a safe word. <laughs> this is our, once we get that Matrix strip tease going, this is our next. <laughs> oh, this is going to be our next kink Young thing? Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Oh man! Well, just in time for Halloween, right? Hey, over. <laughs> well, to be very, to be very fair, um, he is uh, <clears throat> proportionally balanced, so I'm sure he will be rather popular with that crowd. He must have a huge fondue girl. <laughs> <laughs> and of oh, oh, he's cute. He's not gonna hurt anyone. He's baby. He is baby. <laughs> <laughs> the Olympic of oh, the Olympian ideal. I am a god. <laughs> also, really love the lighting and everything, because um, the uh, especially the elongated skull permanently casts his eyes in shadow, so it constantly looks like a giant skull. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love his, like, fake little black teeth, too. Yes. And Aww, I love the fact... baby. This is a nice boy. Yes. Good like... boy. That He's was just... you when my dog was crying. The other... <laughs> <laughs> he isn't just a big doggo, isn't he? He is. He's a big doggo who doesn't know his own size. And That's all. tap dance in elevator shoes. 
and is a, and is a lot more afraid of fire than the average dog. Oh yeah. Although to be fair, <laughs> he got he's been alive what maybe seventy two hours max. He's mm. already been burned like three times. Yeah. So I would I, I'd probably fear fire too if I were him. <laughs> if I was only if I was literally born yesterday and born three or burnt three times yeah he's i'd so probably confused right now he's like <laughs> stop touching me <laughs> i do i really do how he love how he just holds onto his face just like smush his baby face my name is frankenstein <laughs> ah character development <laughs> he just owns it i love it and now oh god the big event oh yeah like, this is... Actually, okay, so... Um, I'm trying to think what my all-time favorite moment or scene in this entire movie is. Mm -hmm. uh, this one's definitely up there, but <laughs> if I really had to pick, I'd probably say... Uh, uh, God, it's really hard because there's a lot of really great scenes. Um, I'd probably actually say the bookcase bit is probably my favorite oh yeah um what's your probably like favorite it's just hard because i'm scene? thinking scenes versus bits like jokes versus like full scenes that yeah. like work together um it's hard right yeah like okay just if like i'm thinking like scenes maybe just like straight up best joke of it best best joke what, what's the best joke for you i like um Igor, help with the bags. Okay, <laughs> you take the blonde, I'll take the one in the turban. Uh, <laughs> pretty much all of Igor's lines, but uh, he's just really funny. Yes, like, he, he just, is. like, goes and, like, tuts out <laughs> on Madeline Kahn. My, probably my favorite <laughs> joke. Oh, that's a really good one, because there's a lot of really great, great jokes. Uh probably my at least maybe a favorite like one-liner is uh um probably uh when he stabs himself in the thigh that's <laughs> probably my favorite bit just uh, either that or um like the progression of the skulls oh Cause, yeah because again you mentioned there's like lots of tension in that and it's released not with a scare but a joke yeah and that's really nice i think the only other time i've seen that done but it was in reverse was with Jaws, where Roy Scheider is chumming for the shark, and he just like, slow the head. Jaws, slow the head. Why don't you come down here and chum some of this shit? And the audience just, like, uh, you know, got a laugh, but then the shark pops up, so the laugh went from, ah, oh, my God! You thought we were done. <laughs> exactly. So it turned from a laugh to a scare, whereas this turned uh, a scare to a laugh, oh, yeah. which I thought was great. And I really, we are not children here. We are scientists um, Gene Wilder, uh, uh, the, uh, the UN would like a word with you. <laughs> um, but no, I really love, uh, the, uh, I love how it starts out as like a demonstration. Oh, it's so serious. And yes. then it gets lampooned again. Although to be fair, you would think it wouldn't be so serious if he wasn't in the, uh, the, the tuxedo. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it, cause when you see this kind of science demonstration, you would think he would be in his lab coat and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But because the uh, Abby here, <clears throat> Abby, uh, because he's... it fits with the time, too. True. Not to have somebody in your lab, but to do a very formal demonstration. True, but you would have... I, I think you would have, like, all the 
his colleagues in uh, black tie, but <laughs> the treat. <laughs> I would see like you know having all of his colleagues in black tie makes sense, but as a presenter, I would still see him, you know, in his uh, uh, in his lab coat and that in that kind of attire. But because you know the uh, Abby is dressed up in the 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 the, uh, um, the what do you call it the scrubs. Oh yeah. Uh, you think, oh well, it's just going to be a demonstration, but you don't realize because you know he's drawing most of the attention. You don't realize that um, Gene Wilder's suit is actually setting up the next bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, like because all the attention is on Abby, and it just blows your mind when this happens. <laughs> like this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course. It's so great. It's great, dude. Oh, man. And what's even better is this whole sequence is actually really well. It's actually really well choreographed. That's oh, yeah. the other thing. It's your, it's your intro tap, like, finale, like, recital. Yes. Yeah. Like, because I'm pretty sure they actually learned some tap dancing for this sequence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm... not a crazy difficult tap sequence. I've no, it's put, not. I've learned putting on the Ritz before, but it's it's always nice to see people do it live. Yes. <laughs> I love and it. in elevator shoes i i can't even imagine oh my god right i was just about to say can you imagine just like how did how, how did uh victor manage to get shoes for him uh, let alone tap shoes for this and then this this is where i'm like okay i'm impressed now <laughs> that's some perfect form right there <laughs> ah! <laughs> just having a good time and then of course apparently all it takes is one spark one spark to to fuck it all up and now this is what really bugged me about the movie could have calmed him down no i think well no he did calm him down he's fine but it's just like um the crowd is just like not having it oh yeah like the crowd turns on him like super fast just because you know a faulty bulb went out that's not their fault oh yeah like dude and also do they re- already have cabbage and tomatoes on just like... Uh, it's like Hungary, right? So, <laughs> Romania? Yeah. So, yes, everybody has cabbage. Okay, that's fair. All the time. But, uh... I've been to Eastern Europe and you have... <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. All right. I just didn't want to make sure, like, that's... Everybody just carries cabbage. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that wasn't my something that cabbages! they just... My cabbages! <laughs> they just didn't yeah, pull no, it out of their ass accurate. or anything. Okay. Because... Everybody in Central Europe is carrying cabbages 100% of the time. Gotcha. You move a little west, sometimes people are carrying bratwurst instead. Gotcha. Uh, but that is accurate. Gotcha. Okay. But it's just like still, like, you know, a bulb goes out and he gets a little shocked. I mean, who wouldn't? Get... But they turn on him like, you can make mistakes. Hang him. Burn him. Condemn him. his presentation. It was a demonstration of whether he could tap dance. It's like, look. You brought a body back from the dead. Yeah, dude. It shows coordination and intelligence. Yeah. But uh, can it do perfect choreography? No. So fuck it. 
Oh yeah, it's kind of the equivalent of um, like you know a a scientist making a, a presenting an android to his colleagues and whatnot, and then all of a sudden one of them goes, "Can you fuck it?" And the the guy's like, "No," and they all just like leave angrily. Okay, but that is a that's a legitimate concern. If I can't <laughs> fuck my android, why do I want an android? That's a no. That's that's see, a legitimate. Concern. <laughs> well, no. See, no. That's legitimate. But if it's my kind Android of, can't dance to putting on the Ritz, okay. But my point is, they they uh like that's not the reason why <laughs> they turn they turn on him so fast. Like if it's like, can you fuck it? And he says no, then yeah, they I could see a crowd turning like that yeah. on a dime like that. But just for can like a tap dance, who cares? Exactly. So. Like, and no. you can fuck him. You can fuck the monster. Yes, you can, as proven <laughs> later proven. on in the movie, which is also really great. Um, but yeah, I, that's the one thing about this movie that I was just like not okay with. But I guess you know it's it's a good commentary on you know the mob mentality or whatever. And oh, that's this. the whole joke is like all the villagers are an angry mob twenty four seven. Okay, if I had. A raising bed drawbridge thing that going on in there, like, who wouldn't use oh, it that yeah. way? Oh yeah. Fuck. Oh, dude. Now, see, now I have to redesign my design for your my, future house, my future sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a rooftop patio. With yeah, with uh, with a with uh, elevated uh, Frankenstein bed. Yes, yes. With and chains, lots and lots of chains. <laughs> And of course, and, chains excite and a box and a box of cigars. Because <laughs> let's be honest, you got to take care, take care of the business that way. <laughs> okay. So, oh yes, this is where. Yeah, um, I just really like Marty doing this bit. Ma- where Ma- yes, where Madeline Kahn comes back, <laughs> and, and fabulous as outfit. ever. She's fabulous as ever, just living up the part. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Let's turn in. <laughs> yes, let's. <laughs> oh man, that Madeline Kahn was awesome. <laughs> I love Marty. Yes, <laughs> this is this is it. <laughs> Say nothing at cash. <laughs> My God, this, this creeping in this scene is me, makes this my favorite scene. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, I don't even have to watch like the other three's performance. I'm just staring at Marty, just like, <laughs> just waiting for the moment. Just die. <laughs> uh, I assist with, uh, I assist Doctor Frankenstein in the laboratory with whatever. Actually, we were having an intellectual conversation. Dear, it's... Oh, yes. Certainly. Down! Down, boy! God damn it, that's great. Takes this, he rips the leg off of it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Son I of a bitch. It. I love, I love the versions of the scene where they just do the rest of the lines, and he's just got a fox pawn. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, also Madeline Kahn, dude. Like, 
her she was taken way too soon like she she was only like 57 oh, when she died what a shame. i know because not only was she one of the funnier actresses of not just this era just about any era really but god she was just a knockout really oh yeah like and that's that's the other thing because like she really they the, the filmmakers really knew how to make her look like a golden age kind of uh star for this mm-hmm. yeah dude why are you being such a dick because like, he wants to die uh, yeah. they also put her in those ridiculous over-the-top outfits while she's like stunningly pretty yes like you could tell how frigid she is yes <laughs> kind of disguise the bombshell a bit. I love the wardrobe in this. Yes, the wardrobe is fantastic. Her ridiculous, her turbans and her giant fur coats and all that. For the record, I could have done that at any time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would think that's another really crazy thing with the the amount, the crazy amount of like the the octopus chains going around that's him. That's not gonna stop him. He can rip the thing itself. Oh man, I wonder how his sex dungeon must be like. <laughs> oh, you're he's giving got me a, a, He's got a big dick. He doesn't need all that extra shit. Well, he doesn't need it for him, but he needs it for his subjects. <laughs> oh, I love this. Uh, op. <laughs> as heaven as is my witness, op. <laughs> he has to get assistance to get his arm up. What? I don't... Oh, what? Oh! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, love that the mob. mob's just ready to go mobbing. Always, dude. Like, they've got their pitchforks and torches and their axe axes. There was wait. nothing to do before we had YouTube. Wait a minute. So they've got guns. They've got torches. I actually didn't see a pitchfork in there. I saw pickaxes, oh. but no pitchforks. Oh, a little bit of a chink in the armor. Uh, now see, Cinema Sins is like, I found a flaw. I found you a suck. flaw. You suck. This perfect is movie. one of the reasons that it sucks. This, this you suck. Perfect movie. Oh man. Uh, hate that mentality. Oh gosh. God, her hair is gorgeous. I also hate that they think I'm gonna watch their videos if they're 45 minutes long. Now. No. Everything wrong with Star Movie in five minutes. It's funny. See, in 45 five... minutes is not funny. No, it's not. Even 20 minutes isn't funny. Oh, no. 10 minutes is borderline Pushing fun. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you can keep it under 10 minutes, yeah, maybe I'll give it a watch. But otherwise, no. That's why I'm sticking to Alanis trailers, man. Oh, yeah. They can do it. They, they, the only time they go, like, over 10 minutes is if they're doing, like, you know, a television show like Doctor Who or something oh, really yeah. long and crazy that just is, like massively long <laughs> but otherwise no they keep it to like the nice five or six minute mark oh, which yeah. is nice uh <laughs> didn't they make it extra long with infinity wars just because they just started listing people at the end i think and they... thor and this and it became like that old adult swim no but i think they did do like a super long they did one for like uh um infinity war where it was just like and who else? Also starring Mantis, Tokoye, all oh, these yeah, other people, and like, and they're like, work. "Holy crap! There are so many people in this movie." <laughs> <laughs> they kept making parodies of. Uh, did you see the old Adult Swim sketch? Too many cooks. Yes. Where it's like the '90s sitcom, but that they was, keep adding characters. That was fucked up. <laughs> they they kept doing that for Endgame. They kept making like these 10 minute music videos. Did you see the Too Many Avengers uh, college too humor? Too many cooks. No, too the no uh, the Too Many Avengers. Oh or, no. You no, know, it was a uh, uh, Infinity War Infinite Avengers. No. Where it was uh, Captain America just saying Thanos is gonna be here. We have to get all of the Avengers. 
And they're like, right on, let's go. The original six are there, but they keep. But Captain America's like, no, we can't go until all of them come here. So he keeps adding and adding and adding and adding. And they're Maybe. like, dude, guys, Thanos is about to blow up this, the moon. You gotta go. <laughs> but Captain America's like, no, wait, we just got 20th Century Fox. So here are all the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> but the thing about young Frankenstein is... Uh, we go on tangents all the time. Yeah. Uh, the the yes. Bride of Frankenstein parody dude, is amazing. Dude. Like, I love how they managed to work that in. Like, the uh, the, uh, the the fiancé gets captured, and the, the sheer stress of it, of it all was just too much, and turned, turned her, her hair, her turned parts of her hair white, and, she, her, and I love how her hair was already, you know, glistening and over the top, oh, yeah. so it sets it up perfectly, like, perfect, right <laughs> there. I love it. And then just to <clears throat> consummate the marriage and become the true bride she's such a prude but as soon as she sees a <laughs> oh my god her re- long dick dude, she's like yes her reaction just <laughs> no no it wasn't it wasn't like uh it wasn't oh, that bit it's, it's it was great right it was before. it was just like when she goes oh, oh i'll i'll, I'll Ooh, show when just, she goes woof, <laughs> woof. <laughs> and he's just <laughs> pull <laughs> He don't need to speak, woman. There's, you know, the old... the world don't speak the language, but your booty don't need explaining. (laughs) You know the old-fashioned saying, actions speak louder than words? (sighs) Woof. (laughs) That that woof is what just, like, I doubled over it with laughter the first time I watched it. And then, of course, yes. Oh! And... orgasm like that <laughs> also if a woman does orgasm like that with self-conscious uh ties to this movie then you know you got yourself a really good woman oh my god <laughs> because like <laughs> the cigarettes hey fear of fire scared <laughs> well how did they li- actually how did they like those because as you know he's already had some particularly hard times with some smokes with not just with the cigar, but the police officer uh, right before. How did they get those lit without, you know, something bad happening? You know, maybe once you bust your nut, you're in a calmer state of mind. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's all I needed. <laughs> he just need a good... He just needed some really good pussy <laughs> in order to make him chill. <laughs> He's already going for... What was it? Like thirds? Uh, seven was always oh, your lucky s- number. <laughs> Damn, their refresh rates are ridiculous. <laughs> and I lo- and also love this bit. Just like, where are you going? Oh, just you all are all like, you're just gonna have a quick one and oh, be off to God, the boys. Oh, God, I think I love him. Brag. <laughs> 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 oh, man, Madeline Kahn. You, that, she just sells that. Oh, man. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, dude, if you find a woman who manages to have who orgasms to with, Mel Brooks references, that's a hell of a woman right there. And let's be honest, like, that's true music. She's on the brink and she's like, I'm not just going to moan. 
I'm gonna sing Oh Sweet Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Make that conscientious decision right there. Yep. And then if the dude gets it and he's just like, Oh, I love you. Or no, 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 better. Do the <laughs> no, do the Bojack, th- do the Bojack thing, and just be like, Oh, that's good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, yes. Yes, keep playing the music. Keep playing. I do love the music in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, just the soundtrack on its own. I should get that. Just because it's so... Oh, I should get that for Halloween. You know, to play during, you know, a party or whatnot. Because it's just so atmospheric, you Mm. know? And it's also strange. You know what? This would be really great for, uh, you know, like for uh, a really great gothic bath. Yeah, you Playing. light all your candles and you sit down and you listen to like violin music in the dark and with a nice glass of cheap red wine. Oh yes. Yeah, that's ooh, damn! I really wish my ass wasn't so fat to so Black I could. Black rose petals, man. Oh yes. Mm. Now see, now I really wish you know the standard tub could was able to equip my fat ass, <laughs> and I don't have to resort to very. Very expensive uh, hot tubs, <laughs> but thankfully, thankfully, I know someone who actually has one. So anytime I'm there, I will definitely be using that. Oh. And now I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Have a more gothic bath. Gothic bath. Yes, with the Frankenstein's. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. It's Fra- <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh yes. So this is the part where they're going to be transferring the mines in order to save his brain. God, that equipment is crazy. I actually, oh, you know, I actually forget whether or not uh, it does all this light. The the, the I light feel like show the stuff. light is in post, but I feel like some of no. Actually, I'm pretty sure that uh, a lot of no, no. It, this stuff is definite. The way that that I can see it now. That On stuff the thing is actually yes, that's real. That's all oh, real electrical. But I do know that uh, they exaggerated some of the lightning bolts to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that was like a post effect uh, that they animated. But uh, <laughs> oh man, I love it! Just the the transferring of the fluids. <laughs> oh, remember back in those days, transferring of fluids was so scandalous, especially with uh, vampires. Oh, yeah. Vampires were sexy back then. Vampires were vampires are still sexy. What are you talking about? Uh, Twilight. Sorry, turned uh, off. It turned off a lot. It. it Twilight mo- wasn't unsexy enough to make all the sexy vampires unsexy. Eh, I guess it's because I'm a dude, and like, all they got is Bella, uh, and Bella's a bitch. She is a cunt, man. Oh man. I'm not so a I, fan. I, I'm not a fan either. I don't think it was bad enough to ruin the genre, though. True. It's, There's it's always... harmless teen YA. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess I'll just have to pop in Interview with a Vampire oh, instead. Oh, yeah. You'll find, you'll find a vampire who'll fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Dio will fuck anybody. Yeah, I was about to say. I was He'll just... fuck anybody. <laughs> I was just cannon. about to say. <laughs> oh, shit. The monster. It speaks. Yeah. Put that man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Everyone's it's kind just of awkwardly it's actually, like I guess he's. It's okay. actually kind of sh- no, it's actually kind of shocking to hear Peter Boyle finally speak because 
he's just been grunting throughout the entire thing. So uh, when he finally does speak, it's actually kind of unnerving. And that's really cool. God, I, that I'm sorry. I just can't get past that monocle over there. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. And this is actually the, where I believe, you know, they divert to the original material. Where, yes. Um, the monster does lament that, you know, he wishes that he could be more than what he is. Yeah. And he wishes that people would accept him for who he is. And he also has sympathy towards his creator, um, despite all of that. But uh, <laughs> I really love the fact that, you know, that their minds got swapped and they still run with that in just the most oh, yeah. ingenious of ways. <clears throat> Not um, entirely. He retains some of his intelligence, yeah, obviously. A little but... bit. But, well, obviously they, they kind of screwed a little bit up when they uh, haphazardly, you know, stopped the, stopped the progress bar at like 98%. Yeah. <laughs> the, or the equivalent of, rather, in this world. Um, but, of course, you know, again, the mob just completely turns on a dime yet again. Although, granted, it's for the right reasons, but, uh, oh, and then, of course, I really love this moment. <laughs> but, uh, where they're just like, let's go home and have a nice, quiet chat, but instead they just go for the full thing and just like, well, go to my house, sponge cake, a little vine, and shit. shit. <laughs> wine and shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was gonna say he was gonna say chat, but of course they just like harken back to that oh, old thing, like yeah. a nice good chat, and it's like a nice shit, <laughs> no, a chat, <laughs> and they just completely reverse it. That's that's another really great way to call back comedy is a, another really great way to do comedy. Just like oh yeah, you know, set up something that feels like a partially funny joke, but make it even funnier when you refer back to it. Yes. like it, there's payoff. Which, as we know, is Edgar Wright's bread and butter. Oh, yeah. Like, that's... that's... Every line has payoff. In yes. <laughs> and, of course, they follow their hearts. And he goes with Terry Gar, who clearly, let's be honest, like, out of the two women in the movie, she's the much better choice for Victor. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, because... There was no chemistry between the other two. Well, she was just so full of her... Madeline Kahn's character was just so full of herself that she really didn't pay him much of attention. But And whereas uh, uh, in, uh, Ingrid was just far more... Or Inga was just far more focused on him. You oh, know? yeah. So it's good. And it's, it's the, that character development of, oh, I'm, I'm an intellectual and everything else is bullshit to say, oh, I'm going to marry the, this rich you know a logical conclusion good wife neither of us really like each other yeah to somebody who's a little ditzy but oh that's my. what he needs oh my he's a little <laughs> he gives up some of his brains and i love that cut where you hear <laughs> um terry gar singing and then it cuts to madeline Kahn singing. singing yeah like that's good sound transition <laughs> i just love the genre lampoon of this <laughs> and also just like the, the again the language is so funny because you know she is very proper and Your everything poo -poo undies. <laughs> yes the poo poo undies and she just throws that out there and i'm like wow that's really funny Lang <laughs> and she does her little dance here that's just this. hilarious wait the snort <laughs> the snort is the best 
Oh my god, she is so funny. It's amazing how I would too, sir. I would too. Cause it's amazing how she can be so sexy and also just so funny oh, yeah. at the same time. Like pulling double duty like that. It's that can be really hard. Oh yeah. Because you can you can easily come like misstep and go, lean one way or the other unintentionally. Oh yeah. But damn it, she strikes the perfect in between, where you're just like, "Hello, there," and you're just doubling over with laughter. <laughs> and of course, this. What did you get from him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the super zoom. <laughs> Everybody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> and Marty's just you living his Igor life. You know Igor likes to watch. Yep. You know he's got a little peeping hole. He's he is Igor. I- he, tr- Igor. he puts the I in Igor. I I I. that was so much fun, dude. Oh my even God. even the way the end credits still feel of the era, the music and the visual, everything, and it's got a really nice bookend with the uh, the the creepy castle with the lone lit window i love it love it ah oh, gene wilder and mel brooks oh my gosh we kudos to you guys dude because this this is probably my favorite mel brooks movie i've seen a lot of his movies but i don't think it's ever gonna get any better than this, than this this one's just so rewatchable yeah it really is that's that's another i great... watched this two days ago i watched it again now it's i i'm still laughing out loud yes Exactly, and that's one of the things that I think really, you really have to try for to get good comedy is, is the rewatchability of this high? Like, and yeah. I, Can I, I put this on, and end s- of any drunken night, and love it every time? Yep. Which is why you know we're probably such big fans of uh, um, Edgar Wright and Shaun of the Dead and mm-hmm. whatnot. But also just think of like you know even Ferris Bueller's Day Off is still ranked consistently with like one of the most rewatchable movies of all time mm-hmm. and it's because you know the comedy and the characters and all of it just clicks you want to hang out with these people yeah dude i would you love you want to go on this adventure and you want to be there with the actors having fun and doing yeah it. dude i would love to do a uh if this were like yeah if this were live action on the stage i'd have a blast every night doing it yeah oh my god i can see now you just put that in perspective mm-hmm. like you can imagine how much fun the actors were having on this movie but now i think of the broadway actors and they actually get to relive it every night dude that would be a dream oh god my sister was in a stage adaptation of clue and that's what she said <sighs> dude dude did they actually have like multiple endings for that uh, i don't remember how they did it i don't remember if they did every multiple ending or if every night they did a different one they ought they should if they're not doing it like that then they're just doing it wrong oh yeah because that's that's the only way and unfortunately that's why we're never going to be able to do clue clue is i've heard the only good uh not the only good um yeah no people were talking about it's like yeah, the only good game adaptation ever made into a movie uh as far as like board games yeah I believe it. Oh, they were talking about board games, video games, anything, and they were like, "Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Board game, video games too?" Uh, the, yeah, I could probably see that actually. The new Tomb Raider was okay. It was good. Uh, okay, confession but... to make: 
I love both the uh, Angelina Jolie oh, yeah. animated movies. <laughs> I love them to death. I know they're they, they are my guilty pleasures. Okay. Um, it's not just because Angelina Jolie is being super Angelina Jolie, like <laughs> really. <laughs> it's not just that. Uh, it's the fact is that it's just so self-aware and super corny and. It knows what it is. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and plus, you can tell Jolie is just having a really good time and is being charismatic as fuck. Oh, yeah. So even if it the rest of the movie is technically bad, I don't give a shit. Also, it's the one movie where the female version, you could say, of pop culture, the female version of James Bond, actually walks up to a James Bond actor in the nude, looks down and goes... Always a pleasure to take out the towel. <laughs> like, dude, when you have female James Bond going up against future James Bond, like, that just gets a little bit better. Uh, so, and you plus... You don't have to explain your, your, your favorite movie's guilty pleasures. Like yeah. I've said before, it's cringe culture is dead, and I'm here to enjoy things. Yeah, same. Like, yeah. If, something, if something's just bad and I just can't stand it, not gonna watch it. No. Like... I'm sorry, I just can't. I can't stand half of Neil Breen's work. Oh yeah, no. Like you I can't. Can, the irony can't shield you. The irony from can, the terribleness. Well, it's also because he makes money. Oh, I know. Money is the part that really just pisses. It's kind of the Michael Bay effect. Oh yeah. Where it's like you. Fucking if he was hack. unsuccessful, you might. Oh yeah, be dude. Able to enjoy. If it was like a one-hit wonder, like Tommy Wiseau, like yeah. dude, I would like it infinitely more. But no, the fact that he actually continuously makes money continuously makes shit it's the michael bay effect it's just like you fucking hack i could do so much better with the budget that you're being given fuck you, you stupid you couldn't get that mid-80s cult vibe maybe maybe <laughs> i don't know but either way Rialism chic. <laughs> either way this has been a really fun episode. I've been looking forward to this one like all week long. And uh, I actually am really, 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 really stoked about next week's episode, which I believe, if I remember correctly, it's going to be an American werewolf in London. Oh, we're going to talk about special effects. Oh, a lot. Especially for the scene. Oh, You know which yeah. one scene I'm talking about. But that's going to be next week. We're going to be here for more horror comedy. And we're going to be doing horror comedy all October. And for a weird, obscure one, just for Halloween. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, in the meantime, I've been Tim. I've been Hannah. And this has been Comtrack, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. Peace. Peace.